Alright, so this is me actually trying this shit out in like several months because I have not recorded a podcast episode in months. Thank you very much. You nervous? Yes. <laughs> yeah. But you know what the important thing is? Because it's the first episode of the fucking year. First uh, episode of the season? It, yeah, it's the it's new season. It's the first one after I made a very personal episode. And for everyone out there, I'M BACK, BABY! Welcome to 2021, the year that should have been better, but we're still in a fucking pandemic. And I want to start well. I want to start this the right way. I don't want to start this in a depressive fucking me hating video games. I want to start this in a guest. I want to start this in the right fucking way. So please let me introduce you to my guest. Please. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? There we go! The second episode of Would You Recommend It? Something that's been in fucking development for months. Damn, it, have we been waiting for this We've month? waited so fucking long. But here's the thing. There's this, there's this little thing called life. And it usually gets in the way. Amigos, my guest is not only a friend of mine. She's not only a friend furry friend of mine. She's also someone whose opinions and values I highly respect. I call her Kat. Please, before we start, introduce yourself. Just a quick introduction. Hello. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kat. Um, I'm Danny's friend, and I'm a movie connoisseur like him. So <laughs> this was the perfect episode to have me on. <laughs> exactly. And we're going to talk about two movies. And we're going to start with... Amigos, the movies that we've seen before you keep keep listening. Because maybe... <laughs> Let's go, baby. You're right. So the movies we saw is... We saw the movies Us and Rocky. So spoiler alert, guys. Yes, exactly. She nailed it. We're going to spoil the fuck out of these movies. If you haven't if you haven't listened to my first episode of Would You Recommend It with Robocop and Black Dynamite, please do. But if you have listened to them, you'll know that we spoil a lot of stuff. So spoilers ahead, I guess. One, one is a movie from the fucking 70s. Not my fault. The other one is a fairly recent movie. So I get that. But don't listen to it. Enough of the introductions, enough of that shit. Let's talk fucking movies. First movie is up. Let's Rocky, talk Rocky. Baby. Okay, so, uh, do you want me to start? Let's, please. Okay, so, <laughs> sorry. So, first of all, uh, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Like, all right, I'm, really I'm, I'm all right. It. let's start there. I'm generally shocked. I was kind of certain that you would hate it. 
No, uh, actually, I was super stoked to watch it for the like for the first time. I've never seen this movie. The only thing I knew about it was like the um, training montage. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. everyone knows that. Everyone one. knows the training like, montage. It, it's it's always like referenced in other movies. So, exactly. Um, but otherwise, other than that, I had no clue what it was about. I knew it was Sylvester Stallone. I knew it was his first movie, but I didn't know that he wrote it. Uh, Danny told me that um, Sylvester Stallone actually wrote and produced this movie himself, which is like crazy. <laughs> so, guys, if you didn't know that, that like keep that into consideration when you watch this film because, damn, he's also the lead role. Obviously, if you didn't already know that, and it's just incredible. I, I have so much respect for this movie. I love it. I, I'm generally shocked because every time I show this movie to someone who didn't grow up with it. They always tell me that uh, it's just nostalgia, man, because this movie is not good. No, I love it. I really love it. I, I'm so not happy about this. Not to say that this. I don't have issues with it. I do have a lot of issues. Of with course. It. Every movie has flaws. For me, yeah. this movie is, is flawless, but looking back at it with eyes of 2021, there are many, many scenes where I go, oh, yeah, <laughs> come on now, that's not okay there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but, I, but then you have to put into consideration that this movie is made in the 70s. Exactly. Yeah, like early 70s almost. And you you got to put that into consideration. Yes, because, you do. like, times are different. Um, one thing that I did notice in that movie that we briefly talked about during the movie, actually we're not supposed to talk during Wiry because, um, or during the time we watch the movies because we want a completely pure perspective. Or strange perspective. Oh, maybe. <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what you did. Uh, but um, so, uh, but we did talk briefly about this, and that's like, oh, they the the bad like cuss words or slurs that they use is like, you stink or yeah. like you know something. It's like they love like the that. word you stink or this stinks, it stinks. It's 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 a common bad word. Yeah, and I was like, wow, that is so tame. Yeah. <laughs> compared to like 2021 when we 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 will we will, we will cuss. Yeah, way instead more. of like this thing, like this place smells like fucking dog shit. What yeah. the fuck have you done with this place? But when it comes to Rocky, what I wanted to why I want why I was so eager to show you this movie is because every time I've showed someone that that's not nostalgia blind the same way I am, mm -hmm. they see it for the first time, they usually go, this movie sucks because either the pacing is bad or the acting is bad. Oh, also, sorry. Um, we also watched the director's cut. So yes, if you haven't yes. seen that one, uh, thank you. a little bit of spoilers. Exactly. There's like 20 minutes of... Um, exactly. So thank you very much for, for noting that out. The director's cut, they add a lot of stuff that I would say the majority of the public thinks is unnecessary for me the more you flesh out the characters the better the movie becomes same for me i think that uh, um i mean i haven't seen the other version but if i did i think i would be a bit like i don't think i would appreciate the characters as much because it, it matters to me the characters and the story is what drives the story for me exactly and especially in the first rocky movie like if if you've grown up or at the very least, if you think about what Rocky is, you think of these extravagant fights, these Hollywood fights where he's like fighting in the Rocky montage. You think about that. And yet in this movie, I think they counted it. And it's like in one hour, let's say one hour, there's like 
12 minutes of fighting. Wrestling, r- the rest is just talking. There's not that many fights in, in original, this movie. In the original? Yes. Or like the cut version? No, in, in the original. Like yeah. in the original, there's not much fighting. It's it's in the beginning and it's the, at the end. You mean the director's cut? No, the normal one. So the, so, um, so yeah, the cut one. Yeah, the, the theatrical version. Yeah, okay. You have the fight in the beginning when he fights Spider Rico, which is way shorter <laughs> in the theatrical one. Way shorter. And then you have the final fight. And that's it. That's all the boxing there is in this movie. I have so much things to say about the Spider Rico fight, though. Okay, Hit so me. like, okay, first of all, the first thing I noted, I we do take notes during these movies, mm-hmm. like a little bit of notes. I did at least um, because I think it's easier to keep track. And one note that I did po- point out is that the first scene you see after like all the credits and all the like black, black, like uh, blackness of the text and everything uh, is just it's uh, it's Jesus. <laughs> and it zooms out from Jesus, and it zooms out onto a boxing ring. And exactly. Then there's Rocky fighting Spider Rico. Yeah. And there's like a lot of people there. Like, I mean, it's not like the yeah, it's, end, yeah, end it's not an arena, but no, but, but there's, there's like a lot of 20, people. 30 people there. Yeah, like that. there's a lot of people, and they're all like talking about it, and there's people. Some people like know about it. No, like they've been like, oh yeah, Rocky, you've been fighting. We we heard you've been fighting. You know, but like. <laughs> no one in the movie saw the fight. No. <laughs> Literally no one that Rocky talks to has seen this fight. Because everyone's like, oh yeah, you got a fight. He's like, yeah, I got a fight. And he's like... <laughs> you should have been there, man. You should have been, been there, there you know? Been there. He's like, yeah, I fought Spider Rico. And it's like, every, everyone's like, yeah, okay, whoever that is. So yeah. Like, no one knew about this fight. No one watched it. So like... Rocky's the only one who's making it a big deal. And I think that's a bit, like, maybe that is deliberate? Yes, that is 100% deliberate to show you that, to, to actually point across that when he's actually having a fight against Apollo Crews, it's national television. For him, 30 people saw it, therefore everyone saw it. He's going from that to national television. Yeah, so that is very, de- okay, that is deliberate. It wasn't just like a flaw. No, okay, cool. no. And that's, what, that's also one of those things I love about this movie that, People say that a big flaw with the movie is that that they talk too much. But for me, the dialogue is there for a reason. It's to present the world. It it builds up the world that he lives in. This is his world. (laughs) Burp. Alcohol burps. But yeah, this movie is definitely like... um, Because... Yeah, I'm happy that that was deliberate, after all, because um, I thought it was just a flaw at first, but now when you put it like that, it makes me think that, you know, oh yeah, because to Rocky... Um, it fight, meant everything. Yeah, it meant, like, fighting is yes. everything yes, to Rocky. Yes, it meant everything to him. So, like, when he had, yeah, exactly, when he had the, the fight with Apollo Creed, it was, like, it was, for him, it was just a fight. It was just a fight, and even if he lost... Spoiler alert, baby. He lost. He lost. Um, but, um, but look, he had one very specific goal. Go the distance. Yeah. Because they established when he went back to Adrian after the training montage, I, I can't beat him. So why why aim for something that you know you can't get? Because he's afraid. He's clearly afraid of him. Yeah, I'd be too. So, so to, to put himself back into reality... His goal is not to win. His goal is to go through the distance, which is a very difficult work and goal because no one has done it. No one has gone the distance with Apollo Creed. And he succeeded. 
he set a goal and he succeeded. So even though he lost the fight, he went fifteen. He still rounds. wins. He went. Who went fifteen exactly. rounds? Exactly. Who else has done that? No one. No one. Therefore, in his head, I I won. Therefore, when at the end of the fight, when Apollo Cruz, when Apollo Creed goes, there will be no rematch. What's yeah. the first thing Rocky says? There will be no rematch. Yeah. He doesn't want a rematch. Who he's cares? won. Who he's cares? done it. He he's he, he's done. It doesn't matter. Like it really doesn't matter. What matters was the fight. The fight was what mattered to Rocky, and, and that. And at the end, when people said you did it, you you went the distance. What's the first words out of his mouth? Adrian. Adrian, fucking. So not only is this a great like fighting underdog, um, like not only is this a good fighter underdog, you know, inspirational movie. It's also a love story. Fucking. Thank you. It is a love story. Every time I've told people this is a love, a romantic movie, they laugh at me. No, it is. It's a romantic movie. Yeah. But we can't just fucking talk fucking hours about praising the movie. Trust me, I want to. But we can't do that. Let's talk about the bad things about the movie. And there's a very specific scene that I want to talk about Mm -hmm. because everyone always talks about that scene and for a good fucking reason yeah. amigos i'm talking about the scene when adrian goes to rocky's house for the, for the very time. first time mm-hmm. now i have my own opinions and my own perspective on it but i'm gonna shut the fuck up because someone talk. not only that that is 100 true let a lady talk but someone also that sees this scene for the very first time and also in 2021 exactly you so probably, please when was the first time you saw this movie first time like the very first time? Yeah. What year do you think it would be? Early 2000s. Yeah. Early 2000s. So still, over 20, still a kid. 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, please, Kat, the floor is yours. All right. So, well, okay. First of all, um, Rocky's hanging out with uh, Polly, mm-hmm. which also, this just a little nitpick or whatever. His, like, male friend is called Polly, which is, like, for me, short for Pauline, 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 or, you know, a girl's name, Polly, uh, and, and his, uh, girlfriend is called Adrian, not Adrienne, but Adrian, like, Adrian, in, in Swedish, which is typically a boy's name, which, like, hmm, made me think a little... But I don't think too much about it. Just a little side side note. Anyway, so he's uh, Rocky's out with Polly, and Rocky, you know, he's made it kind of clear throughout the movie so far that he has the hots for Adrian. Uh, he keeps stopping by the pet store. He's like, "Yeah, I love these animals." He he's an animal guy. I love Rocky for that. Um, and then he goes to Polly's place, and Polly's like, yeah, my sister really likes you, by the way. Like, I know you like her, and my sister really likes you. And it's Thanksgiving. So they go to Polly's house, and there's Adrian. Um, and Rocky's like, before they go in, Rocky's like, oh, well, um, does she know we're coming by? Like, you know, is, is it okay? Polly's like, yeah, yeah, don't even mention it. Like, she's super excited you're coming, you know. It's it's all good. Don't even worry about it. They come in. Polly has, no. <laughs> Adrian has no fucking clue that they're coming by. And uh, it gets kind of awkward from mm-hmm. there. Because 
Polly's like really like pressuring. He kind of wants to force them together because he knows Rocky wants it, and and um, Adrian is kind of like uncomfortable. She's quite a quiet person. She's not really very shy. She's very shy, and she kind of just hides. And then she tells her brother, like, dude, it's Thanksgiving. I was cooking turkey for us, you and me. We were going to celebrate Thanksgiving together. And um, his... Uh, um, Polly's like, yeah, whatever, man. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll get the fucking turkey from the oven. And he just throws it out the window or something. He's, like, really rude. He's, he's a, Polly's a dick. Anyway... So then uh, Rocky's like, yeah, man, just come with me. Like, we could go on a date or whatever. We can go for dinner. And Polly's like, yeah, yeah, just be funny, whatever. And then they go to um, they go to the skating rink or whatever, like, yada, yada. Rocky keeps talking about himself. He's not really interested. Like, he's not really interested in talking about her, but um, he talks about himself mostly. Um, and then um, they go to Rocky's place. And Rocky's like, yeah, come inside, come inside. She's, uh, <laughs> Adrian is really, um, uncomfortable. And she tells him, like, oh, you know, I, sh- I should be here. I should go home. My brother's probably worried about me. Yeah. Not, uh, they're inside Rocky's apartment now. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I should go home. I, I, I don't want to be here. Like, I feel kind of uncomfortable. And Rocky's like, no, nah, no, nah, don't, don't, don't think about it. Just make yourself comfortable. And he sits yeah. on the couch, and he's, like, inviting her to sit next to her, him. And uh, she's very visibly uncomfortable. She's like, I don't, I don't really want to be here. I can only go home. My brother's really worried about me. I just, uh, ain't a good time, buddy. I don't know you enough. I, I, I wish we knew each other a little bit better. Which she literally says, I yeah. don't know you well enough. I, like, I wish we knew each other a bit better before I would stay the night. I've never stayed the night at a man's house. Which I get, because, like, who wouldn't be... I mean, what woman wouldn't be scared of, like, a like, strange man and, like, going into his house? I mean, it, it, it's just... It's a sad truth we live in, and it's that women always kind of have to be afraid of that. And, uh, so, of course. And he's like, no, no, you know, you know, you're not got nothing to be scared of, you know, whatever. And then she's like, no, no, I should leave. And she goes for the door. And Rocky blocks the door. And she, he holds, she, he kind of corners her into the corner of the door. And he holds the door with his, uh, right hand and with his southpaw, uh, left hand. He holds it, like, around her so that she cannot escape. And then he says, um, I just want to kiss you. And you don't have to kiss me back, but I just want to kiss you. And, yeah, I think that both rubbed me and Danny the wrong way because uh, we were both kind of cringing at that. I get the whole idea that, you know, bad boy, you know, like, he wins over the lady. I get It's a trope. We know it's a trope, but it's just, it's aged badly. It has. And then after that, he, he says, like, oh, do me a favor, take off your glasses. And do me a favor, take off your hat. Like, so that she will appear more attractive to him or whatever. 
and I mean she's already attractive, but then when he t- she takes them off, she appears more attractive, and that's when he kisses her. And at first she's very visibly uncomfortable, and she doesn't um kiss him back. But then after the second kiss, she goes for it, like she's won over by the kiss, or convinced, or maybe like you know, um, even uh, what's the word? Persuaded. Yeah, that word. Persuaded into kissing him. Um, but then the rest of the movie, she's no longer wearing her glasses. She's no, she wears the hat once more, but no longer her glasses. And I'm thinking, how does she see without the glasses? Because obviously she has bad vision without them. But she does it for her, him, obviously. And uh, I mean, that's sweet and all. But at the same time, is that what it takes? A man just has to force himself on you for you to like him as a woman? I don't know. It rubbed me the wrong way, at least. No, it definitely rubs, rubs me the wrong way, but I will tell you my perspective. Yeah. When, when, when I saw the movie the first time, and when I see it even now, So though, 20 years ago versus now. Yeah, so the thing is, when I saw that movie, I never saw it as a he's forcing himself on top of her no. to get what he wants. I saw it as Rocky knows that Adrian needs an extra push. Look, what... So throughout the movie, they establish that she, she's she's an older person, 30. I'm 32. Like, I don't feel old. She might be but, mid-30s. Yeah. So in the movie, they, they establish, especially if you think about this was made in the 70s, and the idea that if you don't have kids by 30, you you're kind of screwed. You're kind of screwed. Yeah. So you have to also see it through that sense. But it, Rocky sees past that, but he also sees that you don't ever get pushed or challenged and therefore you like living in in your comfortable bubble but not living in your bubble will make sure that you die alone and that you're you don't expand as a person and what what proves that is that when he actually expands her bubble she accepts it willingly because she wants that the thing is when the movie was made i see why that was a way of thinking that he didn't force something upon her he he made her realize something that she always wanted to happen so maybe he opened a door for her yes a door that she wanted to be open okay i can see why that was the thought when they wrote the movie yeah in 2021 i don't give a fuck if that's (laughs) what you want at the end of the day you're forcing someone who clearly told you I do not like this. Yeah, I'm not ready. <laughs> Therefore, back the fuck off. Yeah, let her go. Let so, so as, as someone in 2021, I, I go like, dude, she said three things that you need to listen. I don't belong here. I'm not comfortable. I want someone to know where I am. And I don't know you enough. Four things. Yeah. She, <laughs> like, like, if, if someone are... tells me, like, I'm not comfortable here, I immediately go... Yeah, you're welcome there, to go. There, there, there's yeah. a door. Do you want me to order an Uber for you? Yeah, I'll help exactly. you. If, if Just, I was uncomfortable right now during this podcast with... Of yeah, course I go like, let's fucking... Yeah. Space bar, there's a door, here's an Uber. Yeah. End of discussion. And then but but their point wasn't to show that I can dominate women. No. Their point was to show that this happens in real life. Yeah. It's not pretty. No. It's not Hollywood. No. But it happens. 
it happens. It's painfully real like that. Yes, that's their point. That's also their point with Polly. Look, Polly's Polly's a a fucking dick. Polly's a piece of shit, but that's the point. Real life is people come home drunk on Thanksgiving and start screaming and crying. People and during Christmas get angry at each other. Families fight. Yeah. Best friends does not mean oh holding hands and rainbows. Best friends means there's some nights I want to punch you so hard in the fucking face, but I stand by you. Why? Because deep down inside I love you. That's also a major reason why I love this movie is because yes, many of these characters you just want to punch them in the fucking face, but that's what makes them real. Yeah, real. Yeah. That, therefore, when Adrian explodes on Polly, yeah. when Polly goes, you owe me. I've She's treated like, you. I don't owe you anything. I don't owe you anything. I've treated you nice. I've treated you with respect. Yeah. What? I don't owe you. That that explosion it's is so earned. real. It's earned and real because you've been through her progress. Yeah. Everyone's so when she there. screams, I don't owe you anything, you as an audience scream, she doesn't owe you anything. Because you as the audience have probably been there. Most people have been there at That's some what point. makes it so fantastic and amazing in my world. They're not pretty. They're flawed. They're human. Yeah, that, that's really what puts the um, beauty in this movie. And not only that, also that this was uh, Stallone's first ever production is pretty incredible. If you really think about it, this was a masterpiece and... I, it's the only Rocky movie that's been Oscar nominated. It was Oscar nominated. It was Oscar. I can. I. I won't say it won because I. No. I, I don't think it did, but it, at the very least, it was Oscar nominated. That's still huge. And Sylvester Stallone was basically. So and you know how everyone kind of didn't want me to be in this movie, and now I'm like the biggest you know star in the world. So for everyone that's ever doubted me, here's a fuck you finger. Also, I gotta say, I really love Rocky. Like, Rocky is, like, I mean, yeah, we got that scene where he kind of forces himself on Adrian, quote-unquote. But then, you know, I do like him. I I would probably date Rocky because he's a good guy. Yeah, he He wants wants well. He cares. He's just, you know, like, he doesn't know quite how to act. But... Men don't exactly. always do, you know? That's why I personally could relate so men, much. everyone. But that's why I could put so much personally connect with Rocky because it's like you're so flawed. You you want well, but you don't know how to act well. Yes. And when you try to do it, you fail. And personally, there's no like movie hero I can relate to more than Rocky. Yeah. That's why I cry with this movie because yeah. I don't see Rocky going through his progress, I see myself. And that was ma- that's exactly what made Rocky so successful. When people saw this movie, they're like they weren't like, oh, I've seen this, I've seen a thousand action heroes before. What makes yeah. him so special? It was the for the first time, no, that's me. Yeah. You don't see I know Rocky. what he's going through. I mean you see Rocky, but you also see yourself in Rocky. And that's I what I saw myself wait, sorry. Yeah. That's what made Rocky so special. Yeah. Because that shit did not exist before Rocky. Rocky created all of that. So when people hear that, you know, that famous da 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 they don't see Rocky training. They see themselves. I can do this. Yes. I can do this. It can be anything. You don't have to work out. It can be anything. Like, it, like, it, like, 
chasing after your career. Yes. Or or just yes. like trying to success as success at anything. Yes, it's not limited to gender, skin, race. He's Italian, and yet most Americans related. Yeah. It has it's nothing to do with it. Has to do with just the soul, the passion, the willingness to prove to the world I I matter. God damn it, I matter. And that's what Rocky wants. He doesn't want to win the title. No. He never says he wants to win the title. He just wants to go the distance. Why? Because he proves to the world, I matter. That's the point of the Rocky movie. And that's the thing that I, I related to a lot, especially with the fight. Like, no, not the fight. Especially with the discussion with his boss. Um, because there's a scene in the movie. I mean, you probably already watched it. We've already spoiled it by now, but... Um, the boss comes to his house after he's announced that, um, or after like the news have announced Mickey. that he's going to um, be um, fighting against Apollo Creed, which is like the champion of um, boxing the in the world champion yeah. of boxing. He's like final boss exactly. <laughs> boxer. Exactly. So, um, so Rocky's gonna fight this guy and. Um, and before that, Rocky was not fired, but he got his locker like um, exchanged with another fighter at the ring um, because his boss liked him better or whatever. It's because he, he didn't see any future in Rocky. Yeah, exactly. Why, I don't want to invest in someone that has no future. Therefore, Mickey changed the locker to someone who has a future. Yeah, exactly. So then um, he, he changed the locker and, and Rocky was very <laughs> upset about it. He was like, yeah, no, don't, it don't bother me. But he, it did bother him. <laughs> and uh, so he, he, Mickey, Mickey, right? Yeah, he's the Mickey. boss. Mickey, Mickey came to his house and he's like, yeah, yeah, I can be your sponsor. I can be your manager. You know, I know this stuff. Like, I can help you with this. Like, this is going to be a legendary fight. We're going to, like, we're going to get through the through, through it together. Um, I got this, you know. And Rocky didn't fucking care about that. Rocky didn't care at all about like sponsors or advertisements or having a manager. He didn't need one. What he wanted was his locker. What not only his locker, what he wanted was for Mickey to believe in him. He wanted someone to be there for him. Yeah. So, someone that cares about him. Someone who believed in him exactly. mostly that believed that he could exactly. be a good fighter and could believe that he could be like could have a future in fighting cuz that's his passion. That's what he does, you know? And Mickey just threw that out the window, and then when it became beneficial to him, he came crawling back. And I, yeah, we've all been there. Yes. One time or another, maybe it's a boss that fired you and then wants you back because the company's going badly. Maybe it's an ex ex boyfriend or a girlfriend who realized what they're missing after you know the relationship ended and wants you back. It's you know. We've all been there in some way. Maybe it's been a friend that treated you wrong, and when you when you went away, they realized, oh, I was missing something there. We've all been there, and that moment like really spoke to me at least because yeah, I've been there. I'm sure you've been there. Yeah. So like the whole like thing about um, a flawless hero. Um, there's actually a term for it. I don't know if maybe I'm like. <laughs> I, I was about to say you were too old for it, but maybe I'm just like too young for this discussion or whatever. But there's a term for it, and it's called Gary Sue or Mary Sue. Mary and Sue. 
Yeah. I've heard of that one. And it's uh it's a uh, it's a character that's created with no flaws. It's yeah. just the perfect character. Yeah. Gary Sue is the male yeah. version yeah. and the Mary Sue is yeah. the w- female version and it's just a perfect character and uh, most stories go by this um w- a lot of stories go by this but they don't last. They don't hold up yeah. very well because the, if the character's not flawed, there's nothing to relate to. Yeah, there's no onion layers to it. Uh, I, I keep saying onions. We need, we need Shrek. <laughs> Thank you. I keep saying onions because I grew up with Shrek. <laughs> me too. Me too. I'm so, like an yeah. onion donkey. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, really. But we need layers to a character. Exactly. And But we've been talking about 40 minutes with this movie. We oh, tackled yeah, that very famous scene when, when they're in apartments. I start this movie thinking... There's no way in hell that you're going to like this movie. I loved it. Ended up loving it. And it just goes to show that this is why I do this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so my very my very question to you is, Kat. Would you recommend it? Would you recommend Rocky? I would definitely recommend Rocky. But do please keep in mind that this is a movie from the 70s. And watching this in 2021 or later might reflect, you know, you, you you will probably reflect on it with in a different way than, you know, they did back then because of, well, you know, that one scene and the way they speak. There was one scene when they were talking about Adrian and because she's quiet, someone s- said the R word yeah. about her. Didn't appreciate that very much. Um, just because she's quiet. And she didn't have children, wasn't married, you know. Shy, basically. She's yeah. a very shy person. Yeah. And therefore, he said, take her to the zoo. And Rocky's like, why should I take her to the zoo? And then he used the R word. Yeah. And then, well, but in its defense, Rocky got very angry when yeah. he said that. Well, that's good, but also. So it's not like he went like, yeah, I guess she is. Ha, 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 ha. No. Like, he he, like, he actually wanted to defend her. Like, how dare you say that? He was like, why'd you say that? Yeah. Why'd you, yeah, whatever. So. Would you recommend it? Kat says yes. yes. And my response is, <laughs> if you haven't seen Rocky, go fuck yourself. You yeah, better honestly. Download I'm... this movie. Fucking watch it now. Yeah. All right, amigos. That was the first movie. Let's talk about movie number two. Let's talk about the movie Us. By Jordan Peele. So, every time I saw the name Jordan Peele, there's just... One Jordan I kept thinking of. Is it, am I thinking about the same Jordan? From Key and Peele? Yes. Yes. That's him. That is him! That is him. Fuck he made me. that movie. He oh. produced, wrote, and directed this movie. Fuck me sideways. Because when I see, I keep seeing his name, I was like, it can't be the same guy. It is the same Because he's a comedy guy. Yeah, right? That's what everyone thought when he released Get Out, which I recommend everyone, but we're not going to talk about that movie no, today. we're going to talk about us. <laughs> Let's talk about us. Mm. So, do you want me to start because I haven't seen it before, or do you want to start... No, no, I want you to start first, uh, because I have a lot of, lot to say, but I want to like you to activate the conversation. Right. So, one of the first things I noticed, noticed about the movie was... Fucking hell, this is superb acting. So, like, very very quickly, I thought the acting was absolutely flawless. Because it's not overact, it's not overacting, it's real. I could, I, I literally saw, like, well, I would do this if I was in this situation, and they did. 
I would react like this if I was in this situation, and they did. It was constantly real. Hell, the first opening sequence when they're arguing, the couple, her parents, I cringed. Not because of the acting, but because, oh, I know how it is to be in a bad relationship. Yeah. I know exactly how it is. Like how he was like, oh, I like I can't have a beer. Or yeah, like, like, oh, so I guess I can't do this now, yeah, right? Like, oh, you don't you don't think I can take care of our child? Oh, uh, I know exactly how that is. And so I cringed, but it was the right type of cringe. It, cringe. Mm. It wasn't the, this is really bad acting. It was no, a, it was like, oh, this is real. I've been there. <laughs> I know exactly what he's going through. Uh, that was the first thing I, I noted. And the second thing I, I, I wrote down about the movie was, it takes its sweet time before it starts getting scary. It takes a very long time before this movie starts getting scary. Yeah. But the beauty behind it is I wasn't bored a single second until it gets scary. Yeah. Why is that important in a scary movie? Now, some people would think, okay, so let's establish. This is a scary this is supposed to be a scary movie. Yeah, it's a horror film. So why is it? Imp- why am I happy that it takes a long time before the scary part happens? That's very simple, because there's so many goddamn fucking scary movies, modern scary movies, that does the same fucking mistake. And that is this: it's not scary if I don't give a fuck. About the character that it's happening to. Word. If if fucking Alice Macbeth or whatever is getting scared, I don't care. Because I don't know her. I can't relate to her. I do not give a fuck. If David McFuckhead is getting scared, <laughs> I do not care because I can't relate to him therefore in a scary movie if it takes its time to establish the characters thank you yeah it takes its time for the scary part to happen because it's establishing characters and let's add to that it's characters that oh my fucking god this revolutionary thing called characters that you genuinely care about. Yeah, like these these characters, Adelaide and Gabe and and their daughter. I and care their son. about their whole family. Yeah. Seriously, their dad. Yeah, like, Gabe. <laughs> I, I I want to jump into the movie and go like I don't like fuck your family. I want to be your friend. Yeah. You're like the <laughs> coolest person. You are awesome. But he's also kind of dumb. I can relate even more. Yeah. <laughs> but he was so. I wanted so badly to be his friend. Yeah, yeah, same here. <laughs> he was so lovable. And his and the mother is so she's she's far from a bitch. Yeah. She's cautious. Yeah. She's she's careful. She's very But she means well. Yeah, she's very careful about her children. And yes. there's a good reason for that. Exactly. Too. That's the thing. I don't care if being deep does not mean that oh i'm i'm afraid but i'm brave yeah. i'm i'm um, i'm careful 
but I'm not stupid. Like that's not that's not deep. Deep is I act irrationally, but there's a reason for it. Yeah, she's. I, I I act dumb, but it's not because I am dumb. It's because I've been through life. I've been through life. That's deep characters. Yeah. Every fucking character in this movie was deep, except for two, and I will get to them. Oh, okay. And I will get to them. Is it Cat and Josh? No, I, I will get to them. I will get to them. Superb acting. Deep characters. The movie takes its time to get scary, but it's for a very good reason. I know a lot of you listening to this will go, but wait a minute, Danny, you like movies like Friday the 13th and, and Nightmare on Elm Street. And I go, yes, I love those movies. But let's be honest. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. They are not scary movies. Uh-uh. They are slasher movies. You don't watch them to get scared. You watch no, you them watch them to see people die. Yeah. Slasher and that's movies. that's okay, you know. It's yeah, like... sometimes you just want to see people die. Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. a slasher movie. They're not scary movies. I've seen... Qu- Spoiler. One of the worst scary movies I've ever seen is called The Nun. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it, but I've heard... It's so it. fucking bad because you don't give a fuck about the characters. I don't care if pretty... Mac- like fuckface is getting scared. If I can't relate to him, who gives a flying fuck? But the nun is a conjuring movie, right? I think there's like a whole series of I like the conjuring. Yeah. I don't love it. No, but I like, like the conjuring it. is like, you know, it has all of these movies. It's yeah. The conjuring started a universe, their own universe. Yeah. And every fucking movie that's followed it is so bad. Cause it's one hundred percent yeah, it's not great. <laughs> it's 100%... Um, oh, what's it called? When they just scare you out of nowhere. Jump scares. Jump scares. Scary movies today is jump scares. And that's something I fucking loved with us. It's not jump scares. Yeah. I did get the scared a sc- couple yeah, of times, though. You have to have jump scares sometimes. But when it's the majority of the movie, you failed. Yeah, it's not it's not like a, a, a scary face popping up on the screen. No, like, no, no, no. It's more no. like loud noises because there's an ominous setting. Yes, or you see a shadow. You see a shadow in the foreground. And the camera keeps looking at the shadow. The shadow itself is not scary. For me it is. But the shadow itself in the movie is not scary. Yeah. What is scary is what's going to happen when they turn around. What's going to happen when they're in your face? Basically, if this happened to you and you saw the shadow in front of you, okay, you're scared. But that's not the scary part. Yeah. The scary part is what happens when the shadow starts walking towards you. And that's what's so good about this fucking movie. They don't jump out and scare you. They show you, here's the scary part. Yeah. But what happens when that scary part becomes real that's what i liked about this movie uh let's talk a little bit about the story no you go like what did you think like what what is your impression of this story like obviously i can't talk about that without getting to the flaws of the movie because there's a lot of flaws i did not like get to it so let's get to it Mm -hmm. i think personally the first half of this movie and by half i mean when they get to their friend's house Mm -hmm. 
and their friends die. Yeah, Kitty and Spoiler. Josh. Yeah. Uh, his friend's uh, family dies. Yeah. Um, From their clones. When that happens, onward, the movie crashes for yeah, me. Yeah, it's downwards? Okay. It's downwards. And here's the reason why. Uh-huh. Um, it goes downwards because I felt like... Well, the first thing I felt like, the kid kills their shadows way too easily. Yeah, tethered. Yeah. Yeah. They he she kills them way too easily for being such a small child. Yeah. Yeah, she's a teenager, like yeah. what, 15, 16? 15 maybe, yeah. Still though, mm-hmm. her mom takes, struggles. Yeah. And yet they kill them too easily. I didn't like that. And then after they're done, they're all chilling in the living room, like, oh, so what are we gonna do now? Oh, let's go to Mexico. Yeah, sure. and there's a body in the middle of the room. <laughs> Their whole reaction to it is way too easy. Yeah. yeah. If I killed my friend, I wouldn't go like, oh, well, I guess I'm taking his car. You know, he's dead and right in front. That whole part for me was like, this is killing it for me. Yeah. This is not good. If I I killed my friend, I wouldn't go like, well, fuck it. I guess I'm taking his car. No, I think that was trying to put in the, some of the comedy that it and it, it just it, it didn't it work. fell flat it yeah fell for flat. me it didn't work no a lot of the comedy did work but that just fell flat for me too I was and like, when they're in the car and they're like hey i killed this many yeah she killed this many that, i have the dude, biggest kill count yeah you're ki- you're talking about your daughter killing someone and you're talking about kill counts mm. how the fuck is this real if i had a daughter and she's like well i killed most people I want to go like, well, you know, I killed more people than you. I killed my twin, and my son killed as many as you did. That whole part for me was like, what the fuck? You're, this is ruining the movie for me. This is not good. Mm -mm. I don't like this. It it went back up later in the movie. Yeah, that part, like, yeah, I feel the same. I do really love this movie. I've seen it um, many times. But, um, yeah, that part, too, is a bit, like, it's pushing it. Yeah, it no, is pushing it. I was like, I, I don't like this. You're ruining it. Yeah, yeah, that this was is kind not... of ruining it. Because I felt this, the acting was so superb. Yeah. But when it came to that part, I was like, no one in their right mind would act this way. This is nice. I wouldn't say it's bad acting. They just did what the director told them to do. Yeah. Therefore, it's not the actor's fault. So it's Jordan I would, fault. I would say it's the <laughs> script's fault. Yeah. I didn't like that part. No. But, so the first part was really good. Yeah. The second part, not a fan. The third part, and by the third part, I mean when she goes escalators Bo- yeah. down. Boss fight. That's, that's the third part for me. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Yeah, same here. Loved it. So, when she's fighting her tethered, yeah. and they're connecting it to the yeah. ballet fight. Thumbs up. Yeah. I was like, this is brilliant. So this is so good. What did you think of the reveal? So the reveal is that um, when she was a kid, you think throughout the whole movie that she's traumatized, therefore she doesn't want to go back to the beach. Yeah. The big plot twist is she saw her tethered. A s- very simplified version of it is she saw her twin that should not exist. That's an extremely it's simplified a, it's a version. It's clone, of yeah. Um, you think that she saw her twin, 
she got traumatized, therefore she doesn't want to return. At the end of the movie, you find out that her... Tethered. Tethered. Again, very simplified. Twin knocked her out and replaced her. Therefore, she doesn't want to go back to the beach because she she she, she likes the life she's living. Yeah, she's an imposter. Yes, that's the big twist in it. Not only that, also um, the please te- add please yeah, please the, the tethered uh, sh- uh, her character's name is Red. Um, you notice uh, in the movie she is not speaking clearly. She's speaking like this. She 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 can't speak, and that's because when um. Uh, the first character choked her out, like the first girl choked her out. No, the second girl, the girl from below, yeah, choked her out. Adelaide. This will make one hundred percent sense if you see the movie. Yeah, have you seen this movie? Yeah, you will yeah. that. When when she choked her out, she destroyed her voice box, and that's why she cannot talk properly. Oh, I didn't see it that way, but it makes perfect sense now that you yeah. see that. It's it, there's a lot of symbolism. There's a lot of shit. There's also the guy who was holding the sign. Jeremiah eleven yeah. eleven, and eleven eleven is a thing that pops up a lot in the movie, and that's um you know, uh, Jeremiah eleven eleven is actually like a Bible passage, and uh, it's like, it's something about the end of the world. I don't know. Uh, if you guys are interested, please check it out. I yeah, would read the Bible. We're not gonna read the fucking Bible. No, no, but <laughs> like no, but but seriously <laughs> though, um. The, the like quote is really interesting mm. and like the reference is really cool yep. to the movie so I would recommend to like check it out um but yeah 1111 is is very um like it comes back a lot during the movie and not only that because you know um 1111 is like a mirrored number um just like the tethered are and then you know how they have all the tethered have the scissors which have two identical pieces stick together. Like, the scissors are tethered together. And ju- just like the tethered are tethered together with the people up above. Yeah. So, it, it there's a lot of things to unpack, especially when you watch this movie more than once. I mean, this is your first time watching it, so... But I would recommend re-watching it, and for all of you who maybe haven't watched it or have watched it, watch it again and, like, try to unpack the details. I mean, especially now that Especially now that you know the fucking, you know, plot twist to it. So, I do agree with everything you're saying. Mm-hmm. However, I do feel like even at the high points of this movie... Mm-hmm. When it reached the high points, and there were a lot of high points. That's mm-hmm. why. That's another thing I like. I liked about this movie. There were so many high points. It, it it brings you up to bring you down, and then it brings you up to bring you down. For all the high points in the beginning of the movie, I felt like it's balanced. Then the middle kind of destroyed it for me, it and then the the, the end, it especially. It out again. When he kept cutting to the to, to the ballet dance. Yeah. Fuck, that was beautiful. Yeah, that was a good scene. That was so and also good. how they cut back to the rap song that they were hearing in the beginning, and the dad was like, "Yo, it's not about drugs. It's a dope yeah. song. You know that song? It was I that got five song. On it. Yeah, it was that song, but it was like a classical piece, and it was like it really, like, 
it's nothing. Set the tone for exactly, the movie. It's nothing revolutionary, but it's something so well made that fuck me if I didn't feel like so good seeing it. Yeah. That being said, when the movie first started, I said I immediately felt this is not one of my favorite horror movies. No. But I really like it. Yeah. And then the middle happened, and I said, "Okay, no, I hate this movie. No, this movie's not good." Yeah. And then the end happened. I went like, "You know what? I know what I'm gonna ask when people ask me, would you recommend it?'" So it's yeah. been two hours. Yeah. Would I you ask recommend you, it? Damn right I would. Hell yeah. I would definitely recommend it. I would definitely recommend it, which kind of. Makes this podcast stupid because we spoiled everything. Also, I don't think it has been two hours because when we started, it was already one hour. It's been one hour. It's been one hour. Um, I would definitely recommend this movie. Uh, even with spoilers and everything, I do feel like the, the atmosphere, the, the setting, the, the feeling this movie makes you feel is unique enough for you to watch it. Yeah. And for fuck's sake, in this age of scary movie equals jump scares, yeah. it's so fucking it's refreshing, refreshing yeah. to see a scary movie with... Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. You mean, you mean to tell me that you made a horror movie where you actually spent more than five seconds thinking about the horror aspect of it? Wait, you, you mean to tell me you made a horror movie where I actually need to use my brain? Yeah. This movie does. Lovable characters, yeah. great acting. The and I one hundred percent believe you when you say if you rewatch it, you will start to appreciate the smaller yeah. things, the smaller mm-hmm. details that you did in the first time. Would you recommend it? Yes. I would also very much yes. recommend it. Could I just point out some stuff from the movie? This is why we're doing a podcast. Yeah. So um, there's a few more like Easter eggs or whatever um, that I've noticed. And it's that, um, you know how, um, in the beginning of the movie, Adelaide wins the Thriller t-shirt. And you know how in Thriller, he has the, um, leather glove on his right hand. Yeah. Michael, Michael, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, obviously. (laughs) He has the leather glove and he also had, he turns into a werewolf. Yeah. Um, well, the son, um, he's wearing, Jason, he's wearing a werewolf mask the whole movie. You know, the mask that he has. Holy shit. Yeah, it's a werewolf mask. And also, um, sorry, <laughs> also um, all of the tethered have the leather glove. Uh, and they have scissors too. I don't know. I mean, the scissors is obviously a connection to the tethered because scissors are two pieces tethered to each other. Um, but then also they have the red uh, overalls, which are also present in Thriller. The thriller video. You're fucking blowing my mind. Yeah. Also, there's um. Uh, what else? Um. Yeah. And also, um, the son Jason, he's playing with this um lighter yeah. toy the whole movie. Yes. Yes, and uh, it doesn't work. He 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 tells us this story. He's like, oh yeah, this worked last year, but it doesn't work now. And so I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, you could just tell us what it does. He's like, no, it's no point in telling you what it does. Like, whatever. Um, and then when the tethered show up, um, 
they come there and uh, Red is talking about her son Pluto, which is the tethered version of Jason, the son. And she said, oh, he's obsessed with fire. And he, when he gets alone with Jason, he reveals his face and the bottom of it's all burnt up. And uh, I was thinking about that. Like, why would that be only the bottom of his face? And that's because every time Jason plays with the lighter thing, it's always very close to his face. So every time it worked, it burned Pluto's face because they're tethered together. They mirror each other's movements. Just like the scene when um, Jason realizes it's a trap, so he walks into nothing so that Pluto will walk into fire. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. For everyone complaining that scary movies is, is nowadays is nothing but jump scares and shit, watch us. It's so, I will like the biggest compliment I can give this movie is it's so fucking refreshing to see a scary movie that actually requires to, you to use your fucking brain. It's so refreshing. I would definitely recommend it. I'm also thinking about the families, how they're obviously from black and white uh, backgrounds. Kitty and Josh are obviously from a white, very rich um, background. Also how um, Kitty, she's talking to Adelaide and she's talking about having some plastic surgery done on her. Because she's like, oh, I just want it to be subtle, but I want it to be visible, you know. And then the tethered version of Kitty comes into the house and she looks herself in the mirror, she puts on lip gloss, and then she cuts a bit of her face off because she needs to mirror the other, um, the real Kitty, you know what I mean? And uh, you can also tell that the families are kind of like competing in a way. I mean, they are friends. The families are friends, but they are competing in a way. Just like how no, you established that when he's when when Gabe's no not Gabe yeah no, Gabe no, uh, Gabe S- talking about the the car and yeah stuff. it's like They're oh he got the like car competing. just to fuck with me yeah yeah like obviously they are competing in a way but they are friends but it's yeah since the other family are you know from a maybe better off background then you know they are doing a bit better. In that sense, and they are competing in a way. Like they have this super house, they have this Alexa system, um, they have like a boat, they have this awesome car, you know. Like of course they have everything, and but still the mother is um unhappy in a way. She's she tell she's telling Adelaide that um. Oh, if I hadn't had the twins, I could have been a movie star. Uh, the f- Jordan Peele's um, debut film mm-hmm. was Get Out. Uh, I know you haven't seen it. I, I want to watch it. Yeah, I want it, to see it. Um, it's not really a spoiler, but it is very much about race. Okay. This movie, and, and I think that Jordan Peele is very um, like... Um, specific about having his movies about that because not a lot of movies with African Americans are then I'll say this yeah personally I can't relate to it personally 
I wouldn't say that I'm a fan of it, but I would also say I'm happy they exist. Yeah. And I am legitimately happy they exist. Yeah. Because, and here's this little thing that most people can't really understand. Not everything that gets made needs to be tailored to you. Me. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. Oh my god. I just blew your fucking White mind. White people are pissing there are their pants that right aren't now. tailored to me. Jordan Peele, you nailed this one. Except for the middle part. It was kind of... Yeah, awful. the middle part, yeah. I also want to point out one last thing. And that's the... Um, do you remember the beginning of the movie? Mm-hmm. Describe the absolute like beginning of the movie. Like, Tell me what you saw in that scene. A very flawed family that got a kid to save their relationship. Obviously, it failed. Yeah, but like before that. Before she was, that. She was watching the television. Uh, Hands Across America. Yeah. And even before that, the game, the movie establishes that there are very, there are many secret tunnels beneath us that has no purpose to exist. Exactly. And what do you think that means to say? Like, obviously. That's where they live. That's where they're tethered with. Yes, and I love that. Yeah. Also, there's the scene... But it's not in your face yeah. about it. If you miss it, you missed it. Yeah. But if you didn't miss it, you get it. You get it. Yeah, exactly. That's good. You actually good. have to think. <laughs> That's a good script. Yeah. Watch this movie! <laughs> and also the whole hands across America thing. Um, obviously, because um, Red or Adelaide, the real Adelaide, like... The switched tethered yeah. one. <laughs> um, she saw it. She as a saw kid. it as a kid, and she got inspired, and that's Therefore, why. Therefore, that was the message. That, that was the message. No, it was. Also, you ask me like, "Oh, wait, I want to ask you why you went." <gasps> yeah. I why was that? Why yeah. was that? So, and there's a scene where um, uh, the dad's tethered is going to dump him into the river, mm-hmm. and the only sound he can do is ah. Yeah. So while he's doing that, he hears yeah. a yelling and a shrieking. Yeah. And in that scene, he, we hear shrieking, he's yelling, and they're communicating. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? And the son is growling, too. Yeah, yeah, what the fuck is this? And then I went, oh. So the reason I went, oh, was because I heard. Yeah. So I got that. That was the movie's point of it's not just. This family that has a copy. Yeah. They're, oh, communicating yeah. they're communicating with other others families. that are they're other communicating. Tethered. Yes. Other us. Yeah. That's when I went, oh that was the movie's like foreshadowing of they're not alone. Yeah. Every family has a copy. Yeah. And, and it was I also thought about that when um, you know, the movie is called Us. Uh, which is also the U.S. And when they ask the tethered family to the main characters, um, who are you? Um, Red said, um, we're Americans. And that really like, damn, yeah. You know, because the whole point of it was hands across America. The whole point of it, maybe it's not just us. Maybe it's not just us, like, the son, Jason, said, he's like, oh, yeah, th- it's us. It's a multi-layered, it's a yes. multi-layered title. Yeah, and I really, really like that. Would I recommend it without a fucking doubt? Yeah, watch this movie. Wa- watch it, man. But with that being said, yeah. there has to be an ending to this podcast. There has to. 
Kat, yeah. plug yourself. Plug your Twitter. So please, plug what you do. Plug your Twitter. Pl- plug everything you want. Okay, so my uh, my Telegram is Cotton Kitten. You can contact me there about commissions or anything like it. I do stickers. I do portraits. I do every kind of painting ever, really. Um, also, on Twitter, I'm Afraid X Monsters. And on Instagram, my private Instagram, um, for like real life, is resident friendly, um, where I post pictures of myself and my surroundings. So, thanks. <laughs> and for everyone else, thank you so much for listening to my first episode of 2021. First um, episode of the season! Yes, goddamn. And like, not only am I so happy that my first episode of this year is with a furry, not only am I happy that it's with a friend it's that it's specifically with cat and we saw two movies one movie that surprised me and one movie that i truly love with all my heart and amigos you hear the music and i'm back i'm fucking back listen to my song that's on youtube i put my heart and soul into it and for the next fucking episode 